Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before I start the show, let me uh, let me get this phone call off real quick. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? For real? For real? Hold on, hold on. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call you back. I'm gonna call you back. Hey, I just got off the phone with the streets, man, and uh, word on the street is y'all trying to see that live show. Sounds like y'all trying to see that live show. What's up with the live show, man? Hey, hold up, hold up. Sounds like it's going kind of crazy to me. Sound like it's going kind of crazy. But hey, this this neither here. You know, it sounds like you're trying to go see it. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um. I've got a live show coming up. Super excited to share with you guys. I talked about it a little bit on the last episode, uh, 2021 wrapped up in a nice bow uh, this year. And uh, in about two, in about two weeks, maybe even a little less than that. um, I can't do no math, but a a little over two weeks. I've got a live show in Indianapolis. So if you are in the local area and you want to see Me in person, we have a live podcast taping uh, January 29th uh, at Cohatch in Broad Ripple. Very excited to see a lot of you guys out there. Um, Limited seating. It's a room that fits about 50 people. So we'll see who ends up (laughs) being able to get in and who can't. It's a free event. Uh, Happens at 7 o'clock. Starts at 7, ends at 9 30. Super excited to see you guys there. We'll be talking about Usher's Confessions. Uh, very special episode. We're going to have some live audience participation. So, um, you know, if you're actually there in person, you get to kind of decide how some of the episode goes. You might end up coming up to the front, answering a couple questions, interacting with me, interacting with the crowd. We've got uh, some other things that I kind of want to keep under wraps for now uh, because I do want it to be a bit of a surprise. But I mean, I I really hope you guys get to make it out there. We're talking about Usher's Confessions, super great album, one of my favorite albums of all time, favorite R&B albums of all time, and this likely won't be the last uh, live event. I'm hoping to get a couple more this year, so really hoping to see you guys out there. Super excited that we're able to do this. Also, a live performance by Victus 2.0, local artist in the area. Uh, I'm sure she is going to be really excited to see you guys as well and really excited for you guys to see her. Um, Yeah, man, things are going great. I'm trying to make sure I'm not forgetting any details about that. Oh, it will also be live streamed on my Twitter, uh, Troy Track Select, and it'll be recorded as a regular episode uh, that will be posted here. So if you can't make the live stream or you can't make the... uh, make it in person because you don't live around here, you should still be able to access it as a regular episode in the next few weeks. And that's probably going to be the next episode. So you might not see me here for a little while, but don't worry, it'll be worth it. I'm just getting everything in order for that to be handled. So super excited about that. Um, Again, if you want to follow me, follow me at Select Troy on Twitter. Uh, If you want to email me about any, you know, you want to have a certain type of episode come out and you got some ideas you want me to hear um, or some opinions you want to share with me, uh, you can reach me at uh, TroyTrackSelect at gmail.com, uh, Patreon, 
at Troy Track Select, dollar sign Troy Track Select. And I think that's pretty much all the important stuff. Okay, now that that's all out of the way, um, whoa, it has been officially a year. A year. The show has been on a year, putting out episodes for an entire year. We got a little over 20 hours of content, I think 22 or 23 hours of content. Um, Crazy. I wasn't sure if this was going to last like that long. I knew I was really into it, but you know how certain, um, you know, you get into certain things, you don't exactly keep up with them, but this is another level. I mean, I'm, this is crazy. Uh, this officially started last year. I think the first episode dropped December 19th. So here we are, uh, last year, 2021, I mean that, um, last year, 2021, December 19th. And now here we are January uh 2022 it's really crazy i'm still here and if you've been here since the beginning man uh i want to go ahead and let you guys know the name of the fandom is the select few because you follow troy track select man and i i really want to appreciate all you guys who seem to tune in every episode i mean i see that somebody's out here listening to it all the time so uh shout out to you man you're the real mvp as i say at the end of every single episode but yeah, if, you, if you're here, man, you really are the select few because you're special and you clearly know quality. Uh, but hey, man, just, it's cool to be talking to the select few. That's what I'm going to be referencing you guys as from now on. So act like you know. Um, but this episode, man, just like last year, it's going to start out with the state of the game. 2022. And I just wanted to take this time to be talking about a few of my a few artists that I got an eye out for this year uh, and maybe some artists who might be dropping some albums, maybe some singles. And I just want to talk about some of the stuff that has happened over the last year and where those artists are now. I should have kept a running list of who I talked about last year, but I think I remember most of them. I wrote them down so I could reference a few of them. Um, and this is in no particular order uh and i'm definitely not gonna be talking about every single artist under the sun i just wrote down a few names just to just to um you know take a moment and appreciate some of the stuff and uh that we might be having this year i'm trying my best this year this go round to listen to more modern artists instead of uh constantly and just about only reaching back uh into the past but you know, I appreciate some, I appreciate all music from all time. So that's still going to happen, but I, I want to try to reach into some more modern stuff this year and talk about some more up-to-date albums and songs for some of the stuff that I'll be doing. So I'm not going to, you know, start from anywhere in particular. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll just start here. Uh, last year, I definitely remember talking about Kendrick Lamar uh, possibly putting out an album and I was incorrect in that he did not do that but what he did do was uh, put out some songs with uh, his cousin Baby Keem who a lot of you might know of I'm not sure if I actually referenced Baby Keem that much last year uh, but he is an artist that I do pay attention to and I was a big fan of his first album that came out uh, let's see if I can see what it's actually titled Hopefully, try not to play no music out of here. But uh, 
Baby Keem dropped a tape or a project when I was in college called, uh, here it go. Interesting. No, it's not popping up. Hmm. Oh, The Sound of Bad Habits. So that was in 2018. Uh, and I was a big fan of that. It was kind of like, it was just aggressive. It was just <laughs> really had a lot of attitude on that project and a lot of like, you know, I don't care about anything. I'm going to do what I want and I don't care what you got to say about it. I'm, I'm a teenager. <laughs> and uh, I really loved the energy on that one. That came out 2018. It was only 22 minutes, a really short project. But that eventually led up to uh, him going on kind of a, a pretty decent run over the last few years and gaining a lot of fans in the meantime. Uh, dropped a project in 2019 and then he dropped Family Ties as a single. It's kind of teasing that. Kendrick Lamar was going to be on it uh, on Twitter. And so we kind of had this, I don't know, maybe a 30 second interlude, I mean, 30 second clip of the music video for it. And then it actually dropped towards the end of the year and ended up dropping his uh, new project called The Melodic Blue, which a lot of people enjoyed. Um, and it's got a, a few, you know, a few pretty good singles. I mean, sorry, features on there. Uh, Brent Fias is on there, Travis Scott. Kendrick Lamar, of course, Don Tolliver, and that might be all of them. Um, but I did mention Kendrick Lamar dropping something last year, and he ended up not doing it, but he did drop uh, a few verses with Baby Keem on this new project, a song called Family Ties, and then a song called Range Brothers. Uh, and then they also t kind of teased towards something. We don't know what it's actually called, and I actually forgot about um, what the actual name of said thing is. Let me see if I can look that up really quickly. But they did mention that this next album may be Kendrick Lamar's last album with Top Dog, um, his current label. So I'm thinking that this new, um, this new thing, which we really don't know what it's called. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know. I can't. I can't find uh, the name of it because it had something strange. But either way, it's really not super important. But it might possibly be a new label that he's starting um, on his own because he's leaving TDE. Apparently, this will be his last album with TDE. Not his last album completely, but his last album with TDE. Um, but it's very possible that. Um, He's starting a new label, but we really don't know. PG Lang, that's what it was called. PG Lang. We don't know what that's going to be. We just know it's something. And I really have no idea what PG Lang stands for, or what it represents. And that's fine. It's, it's pretty mysterious. That's how Kendrick Lamar has been for quite some time. And actually, uh, I was looking it up, trying to keep track of some of the stuff that was going on this, um, this Grammys. Um, it's pretty crazy. Baby Keem is actually up for quite a few Grammys. Uh, he's up for Best New Artist, and then because he's featured on Donda, he should be up for, I think, Album of the Year is what Donda's going up for. It, uh, yeah, Album of the Year. Um, so they've got you know, a pretty decent chance there. I mean, sorry. Kanye West is a pretty humongous artist, so he's got a decent shot at getting um, Album of the Year for that. He's out for Best New Artist. I think he's competing with... 
he's competing with Saweetie, who's definitely not going to get it. Uh, the Kid Leroy, Ario Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, Phineas, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, and Aruj Aftab, and Jimmy Allen. Now, I'm not, I don't know most of the people on that list. Pretty much Sweetie is about the only one that I'm aware of, but she's definitely not getting it. So I don't know what Baby Kimi's ch- uh, chances are with some of these other artists, though. And then he's got, for best rap performance, Family Ties with Kendrick. and uh, But he's battling J. Cole with My Life, Cardi B's Up, and Megan's Thought Shit. Uh, and then he's also up for best rap song um, with Family Ties again. So we'll see what, what that ends up doing. So that means Kendrick and Baby Keem are up for quite a few um, Grammys this year. And... They have a decent shot at getting it, um, especially with best rap song. He's competing with Jail and My Life, really. Um, best friend by uh, I don't know, I can't remember, Saweetie and Doja Cat, and then Bath Salts with DMX, Jay Z and Nas. I know DMX passed away, so they might give it to him as a. Because I'm not sure sure if he. Had, I don't think DMX actually won any Grammys, um, but they might give him to him. As like a, you know, finally we're going to do you right. But I kind of doubt it because that DMX album, uh, post-humorous album, didn't do like a bunch of super crazy numbers. So I guess we'll see what ends up going on there. But Kendrick Lamar, I have a very, I think he might actually drop an album this year. I would kind of be surprised if he didn't considering all the, um, considering some of the noise that he was making last year with, uh, Baby Keem, you know, getting Baby Keem to be hyped up. I wouldn't be surprised if Baby Keem ends up on this new label, PG Lang. And that's me just saying that. I don't know if PG Lang is going to be labeled or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Baby Keem ends up following Kendrick Lamar to whatever label that he's on. Uh, yeah, but hey, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, next person I'm going to bring up, and I'm just going down a list. I I wrote this isn't anything specific. Um, Silk Sonic is also going up for a few, quite a few Grammys this year. That's not surprising in the least. I mean, it's we're talking about Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Pack, who both actually have, I think, multiple Grammys. I think Anderson also has multiple Grammys at this point. But Silk Sonic's got um, Leave the Door Open. That's really probably going to be going for quite a few records. Uh, they're going for Record of the Year with that one. They're also going for Song of the Year with Leave the Door Open. That's the one that's going to get entered. I think the other stuff got released a little too late to be considered for the Grammys. Um, they've got Best R&B Performance with um, Leave the Door Open. And they've got Best R&B Song. And they also have can't tell what this is okay so that that's pretty much all of them um that they're going for which you know hopefully they get some um i know they're going to leave with at least one it's literally no way to be nominated four times with how big leave the door open was i'd be very surprised but of course you know they're not going to drop enough i'd be super surprised they dropped another album in 2022 i highly doubt that they'll probably you know a little further down the road but i do think edison pack will be dropping one 
hopefully with uh, no work, sorry, not no worries, but knowledge <clears throat> and having the record, uh, a new no worries album, because that's been on the way since 2020. I think we were giving a sneak peek of a couple of a new song during like a random performance they did as just kind of like a, just a, a virtual performance. And we never even got a single from that. No, like official audio just from that live performance and that was just like a you know a minute maybe <laughs> a minute of that song maybe 30 seconds so maybe this year at least we'll get a single sometime soon but they might be trying to ride the silk sonic hype before anderson does anything but i know that that's going to get a lot more visibility since the silk sonic has brought anderson to quite a few more eyes than he's used to even though he's won some grammys but this you know bruno mars is a superstar uh, and has been around just he's just been around longer than uh, anderson so hopefully we get a new no worries project and we might also get an anderson pack project and we might get uh what was his band called we might get a project from his band as well i can't i can't believe i'm blanking on their name um the free Free something. Now I gotta find it, but it's okay. We'll we'll probably get something for the Free Nationals. We'll probably get something from Free Nationals as well. So and maybe some stuff with Anderson. Maybe we'll get another live performance on like uh, Tiny Desk because his Tiny Desk some years ago was pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, we also and this is really we're we're kind of clearing up some of the stories and things that we thought we might get from last year's. Um, state of the game so we're, we're off of a drake release uh he did release his album of course it's not going to be his last one uh i'm not sure what drake's last album is going to be like i would be i wouldn't expect another album this year but i'm sure he'll have some features maybe some singles to just keep the hype going um he might mess around and do another small ep like he did with the dark demo lane tapes I don't know how much people really listened to those. Uh, I know I didn't really listen to it a ton. There are a few tracks on it that I did like. I think he had something with Young Thug and Future on there that was very good that I enjoyed very much. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he dropped an album kind of in this tizzy with Kanye West. Uh, Certified Lover Boy versus Kanye West's Donda. And, you know, now they're back to being best friends again after doing a uh benefit concert to free larry hoover <laughs> i don't do i think larry hoover's gonna get out of jail now uh you never know these days but i, I kind of doubt it so now they're back to being best friends and this kind of goes back to what gordon and i or g as you guys know him uh i were talking about on our drake episode uh, mr west versus uh, wheelchair Jimmy, uh, he was at, he was wondering, asked me if I thought that that was a fake beef and seeing how quickly they made up after supposedly, you know, they were just in such a contentious relationship, especially after the whole Pusha T beef thing and all that kind of stuff. It might've been very doctored. I don't know. I mean, it's entertaining. So it, it's a, it gives us a lot to talk about, which is fun, you know, <laughs> but I'm not sure if I think that they were really, you know, in some sort of real altercation. 
I think some of it was real, but maybe it was blown out of proportion just with all the people talking about it and all the media outlets trying to make it bigger than what it was. Maybe it really wasn't that big a deal for them to make up so quickly after their album's release and then do a benefit concert together where, you know, they're singing each other's songs. I, it makes me start to lead to believe that it wasn't real. But I don't know, though. I mean, Kanye West definitely did drop Drake's uh, address online. So that seems to be pretty aggressive. Um, Only to, you know, how people are, fans are so crazy. They'll go drive up to your house and all that kind of stuff. So you never know. Maybe it was a small issue and it just was blown up because we were talking about it. I mean, they weren't exactly just saying all sorts of stuff Kanye might have been because he go tends to go off on that kind of stuff but both of them released albums last year and then Kanye West is actually talking about releasing a Donda 2 a sequel to you know this grand album that he just dropped I mean an hour and a half it makes me think the next one would also be could be um similar in nature it could be a very grand album do I think it would come out this year I've gone back and forth on that um, I don't know. I think Kanye West, he has lots of delays on his albums and things like that. So I hate to really try to guess, but I don't know. He might try to follow up the hype with this one, especially if he's trying to make songs that kind of sound similar in the same vein. I mean, he already dropped a Donda Deluxe, which I, I kind of forgot about and didn't realize until uh, my cousin actually kind of put me onto that, so I got to go back and listen to some of the newer stuff and some of the changes that he's made on it. So, I mean, he already dropped the deluxe as we kind of predicted that he was going to do, or he might have already said it at the time, but I was like, we're going to see multiple versions of this. Uh, and so now that there's rumors that there's going to be a Donda 2, if he's trying to make music that's in the same vein that sounds very similar to the original Donda. I think it's very possible he could put it uh, put it out again this year. I don't know how he's going to do the rollout to it. If he wants to do something as grand that he did for the first one, it might not be this year because that was quite a lot that he had going on. He might do a kind of Beyonce thing and just randomly drop it out of nowhere. I think he's a big enough artist that he can definitely do that. Not too many others who who can really do that and, and still make all of the money that they, you know, the record label plans to make off of him. So we'll see. We'll see. But, you know, I I don't think I'd be opposed necessarily to a Donda 2. I'd be interested to see where he's going from it. From some of the stuff that I heard on um, the Deluxe when my cousin was playing it for me, it sounded pretty sounded pretty good. I like the direction um, and some of the changes that he made on it. So, and of course, you know, Kanye West is also going up for quite a few Grammys this year. Uh, let me see. Also, shoot, since we're talking about it, oh, he, okay. So he actually might've helped produce Montero or is he just a writer? I see his name is listed under Montero for, uh, that's Lil Nas X's album in case you don't know for album of the year. He's actually listed on here like 10 times. So yeah, let me just. Just going around, of course, for his own album, Donda. Um, let's see what else he's on. He's going up for 
best melodic rap performance with Hurricane. And that's between What's Your Name with Tyler Creator, Industry Baby with Lil Nas X, Need to Know with Doja Cat, Pride the Devil with J. Cole. That's a pretty strong, pretty strong list there. If I had to guess who was going to get it, hmm, that's really difficult. They're... Yeah, Need to Know with Doja Cat, Industry Baby with Lil Nas X, What's Your Name with Tyler Creator, Hurricane with Kanye West, and Prize Devil by J. Cole. I don't think J. Cole is going to get it, so I'm going to X him out. Uh, Need to Know has been pretty big this year on TikTok, Twitter, everything. People love Need to Know. Industry Baby was pretty big as well. I think if I had to guess, it would be between Need to Know and Hurricane. And I think I'm going to lean towards. I kind of want to lean towards need to know, to be honest, um, if who I think is going to get it. Who do I want to get it? I honestly, I'd like if uh, Lil Nas X got a Grammy uh, for something. It didn't have to be Industry Baby for this best melodic rap performance, but it, it'd be pretty cool. Um, so him or or Kanye West or Tyler would be cool just to I like people being able to flex and stunt. So I don't think I'd be mad about any of those. And since Kanye West has won so many already, even though Hurricane is an amazing song, I you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if Industry Baby won it over him. Or uh yeah, I just think I'd like to see Lil I mean um Tyler not Tyler, but Lil Nas X win another one. Especially with what he did with uh, country all those few years ago, and you know I talked about that on the the crossover episode, basketball crossover. So if you guys want to check that out, please do. And he's got one for jail on best rap song, and he has been nominated for Donda for best rap album. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Um, if Kanye ends up coming away with something, wouldn't be surprised if he did. I mean, he's one of the bigger artists in most of those categories. Kanye West has been around, I think, since as an artist, I think since 2004, maybe 2002. I'm not 100% sure, but he's been around for quite some time as just a solo artist. So, you know, he, he's won several albums. Well, I mean, some several Grammys. We'll see what ends up going on with him um let me see here let's go to some of the stories i want to talk about some of these stories uh i'll mention tyler creator real quick and then i got a couple things i'd like to bring up from last year tyler creator um is going up for quite a few grammys with call me if you get lost uh i'm not sure which ones i've actually got the list pulled up here that's why i kind of keep going back and forth oh maybe hmm i know he's out here um i literally just mentioned him plus okay it's, it's tyler the creator okay tyler comma the creator that's funny okay so he's just up here for 
Okay, best rap album, Call Me If You Get Lost. And then I think best melodic rap performance with What's Your Name. So I think he's battling Donda, King's Disease 2 with Nas, and the offseason for best rap album. Probably going to go between Donda and, and Tyler, the creator. It's honestly a strong, it's a strong list. It's a strong showing this year for a lot of these songs. So a lot of these, I'm not mad if, if any of the people win, which is good. Um, that means they're, they're pretty much all deserving and all on the same playing field. Uh, so let's talk about some of the artists that I'm just interested in their storyline of, of where they were a year ago compared to where they are now. So um, I got the, I got the baby listed up here. The uh, baby is in a strange predicament. I don't know, you know. I'm on Twitter a lot, like all the time, and the baby has been slandered a lot since I've been on Twitter. Now I was living in North Carolina at the time, so of course the baby is from Charlotte. He's from North Carolina. People in North Carolina love the baby, but I also see quite a bit of slander on you know the baby as an artist just because well i'm not 100 percent sure i well it, it's for a few reasons right one is uh let's stick to the music side for now he's been an artist who has been dropping a lot of music and the main complaint about him was it all sounded very similar. He's rapping over some very similar production. Um, and it used to have like, I don't know, some of these 808 hits in there, kind of like these bass hits. And he had very similar flows um, on a lot of his songs. So, you know, he, he was a very loved artist. People loved when the baby came out, came up. People thought he's really charismatic. Um People thought he's really cocky and confident and, you know, he kind of was like a cartoon character over some of these songs. He had uh, really great music videos. It was really colorful. He was really funny. But then people thought it started to get really repetitive and that he wasn't growing as an artist, I guess, and that he wasn't stretching himself. Um, and then he did try some new things. Some He went in a more melodic direction, which... I wasn't necessarily a fan of, but, uh, and a lot of other people weren't apparently as well. I saw a lot of complaints about that, but honestly, in terms of his streams and whatnot, you know, I don't know how much it's really affecting him. And then of course he also got into things outside of music. He said, um, some comments about, I mean, gay people at, I think it was Lollapalooza or Coachella or something like that. One of the festivals <clears throat> and ends up being cut from all these performances after that. No one wants to work with him um, because he messed himself up. You know, talking about the LGBTQ community, uh, a lot of people online were slandering him as expected. I mean, this is, you know, there's nothing new. Um, and, you know, it's just really hurt him quite a bit some of his behavior outside of um outside of music 
And what's terrible is he's got some new EPs up here that I wasn't even aware of because every time I see him come up, it was never about music. It was about something he said or did. Uh, and that's not good. I mean, you're messing up your own money, you know, but I don't know. He's, I don't know how it's all affecting him or his music sales. I haven't listened to any of it in a while. Maybe I should check some stuff out just to see what it's sounding like. And, uh, you know, cause the internet can leave you thinking that an artist isn't putting out any good stuff. Um, you know, I, I try not to let opinions, uh, decide, you know, what I like in music for me, but I kind of stayed away from him just because he was getting into too much stuff and it was never about the music, unfortunately. So I don't know how he's going to come back from just the controversy that he's made and get back into people are talking to him, talking about him solely because of his music. I mean, he uh, apparently met up with these LGBT, sorry, LGBTQ organizations who supposedly forgave him i don't know how you get to decide that uh but they forgave him that doesn't mean that all gay people forgive him though so i don't know how much that really means but they worked with him and supposedly educated him into why some of his comments were um why some of his comments were inappropriate and why they were hurtful to you know gay men specifically um and they were like, yeah, he understands now. And he says that he's going to donate some of this money. And then <laughs> some months later, he was, they said, we have not heard from him. We don't know where he's doing, where he is. He hasn't talked to us. So, you know, I don't know why they thought that that was going to be like so life changing for him and that his opinions would change so drastically. Um, I mean, you know, the baby is a dude from Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm from there. I know what the attitudes are like there. And, you know, I'm I'd be very I would have been very surprised if he did this whole turnaround thing and and they totally changed his mind. He's doing all of this for, you know, the uh, for the money, man. He's just trying to get people back in the side. He dropped uh, quite a few. He what messed him up was he had a bunch of videos where he was just doubling down several times over on the comments that he made and uh that that hurt him instead of just apologizing he doubled down on it um or then trying to change it into nah like you know i'm not talking about all gay men you know my gay fans are classy whatever weird stuff that he was saying um so i don't know we'll see i mean he i'm looking at his spotify numbers right now he has 40 million monthly listeners so he seems to be all right uh maybe i'll check out some of his eps maybe have some new music out this year hopefully we'll talk about him talk to him about that instead and maybe he'll uh you know he'll bring some artists up i know he tried starting a label pretty recently where he's going to be trying to bring some new artists hopefully from north carolina um into the game and we'll be talking about them and he'll he'll probably kind of start to phase out of his straight up rapping career. Maybe he'll go into a phase of like, he's just doing features on their stuff to try to get people to listen to these new artists, which is a pretty good way. I think that's the best thing that he can probably do right now. Just become a label head, uh, instead of trying to make new stuff. But I would be, I would like to see the baby make some, some, some new interesting stuff. Um, somebody else, 
since we talk about the baby, let's talk about another the baby, another baby, little baby, little baby has been on an excellent feature run for the past year and maybe even longer than that, 2020 as well. Uh, really just killing. I, you know, couldn't say that I was like a little baby fan beforehand. Uh, where I was just listening to his projects and, and seeing what he was doing. But I would always see all these features, man. And just like uh, Go- G and I talked about on the um, Mr. West and Wheelchair Jimmy episode, he, does he show up on both? He shows up on, I think he shows up on both albums. I'm not sure. He definitely shows up on Donda. Has an excellent verse. I think he was on Hurricane, matter of fact. And he... Uh, had some verses on some Drake songs that was in that little three track EP he put out uh, back in 2020 that he, I mean, just killing. He was on J. Cole's album, um, <clears throat> The Off Season. Uh, and every time he drops something, it becomes like a trend on Twitter of how well he killed this verse. Uh, and really his flow has been immaculate. Just a, he's got something about his flow where he just really just gets in a pocket and, and kills it, man. It's like, he doesn't have to breathe most of the time. Uh, so I'm super excited. He's been talking about some new, um, he wants some new production. He wants to try some different things. So I'm very much expecting a project from him probably pretty soon that I would think. I would think probably the first half of the year, um, maybe as it as it gets warmer, maybe towards April, May. I have no idea. I haven't been keeping the greatest track of him, but I do think that he's going to drop some uh, drop a new project. He said he would, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, as soon as it drops, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna get on it and listen to it. I listened to the last one last year, or I guess it was his first project last year. And, you know, it was cool. There was some stuff on there that I did enjoy, but it wasn't something that I went, I've gone back to no disrespect or anything. I just haven't gone back to it. Sometimes it'd be hard to, to keep me, um, hooked in, but this next album, I think he, we might be onto something special and this might be, it might end up being one of my favorite projects this year, but we'll see. That's a lot of expectations. I'm dropping on him pretty early. But he really deserves a lot of the love, man. He has been super busy finding quite a few um, few projects to jump on this year, and he, I mean, he deserves the respect. He's been, uh, he's been, he's been working a lot. Um, now, uh, you know, DMX passed away last year, super unexpectedly, and. Uh, drops a post-humorous album called Exodus. And actually, the first few songs there, I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, and he's actually up for some Grammys this year. I don't think he's going to win any, but it was still pretty great that they were able to drop a post-humorous album. Unfortunately, they were try- talking about trying to drop another one. And I don't think that he had that much recorded music to keep dropping projects like that. And this is really a trend that I hate to see because it's happening quite a lot. He dropped, I mean, um, you know, Pop Smoke passed away and they dropped, I think, up to date two albums um, posthumously. And, you know, the first one made sense. They probably had 
most of that was already recorded for that album specifically. But then they dropped another one, and they were talking about dropping a third one. And I really think we got to let these guys just you know rest in peace, man. I mean, there there's no way that they have uh, this much material that is quality um you know what are we two years out yeah two years out from after they passed away and he was a relatively new artist i mean he didn't even get to live to see his debut album drop uh, pop smoke was only i think he was only 20 no older than 21 might have been 20 when he passed away and uh i think we should really chill out with some of these posthumous albums man they were talking about dropping a second one for dmx after uh exodus and i'm just like man just let that just let dmx rest in peace man he had plenty of albums before that and i it really seems a lot like a cash cash grab for a lot of these guys uh i'm hoping most of the music is going back to um his i'm sorry music most of the money made from the music is going back to his family i hope that's the main reason that you know, these guys will drop a post-humorous album that may not be to the best of DMX's abilities or any artist's abilities. I hope it always goes back to their family. And that's what it's for rather than just people trying to make as much money um, off of somebody who passed away. And this is, you know, Swizz Beats talking about we're going to drop another album for X uh dmx specifically because i know x is a lot of people these days but dmx um and you know i i would think that's someone that is kind of dmx's close friend considering how much that he produced for dmx so i i hope it's not just you know so we can make money off of this legendary artist passing away and he's hot in the streets right now i i really hope it's just to get money to the families because it i really doubt it's about the art at that point um, and who knows if, you know, DMX would have approved of some of the stuff that they're doing and dropping because, you know, he's passed away. There's, we don't know. Um, let's see someone else. Oh man, this was, uh, actually super out of nowhere. Uh, Chief Keef of all people dropped an album in 2021 and I really wasn't aware aware of it maybe i did see some stuff on twitter but again i was really kind of shying away from a lot of newer stuff last year but chief keith really dropped um an album called phonem i don't know when it came out it just says 2021 on here but uh some of the tracks on there i actually enjoyed quite a bit uh hopefully you know Maybe Chief Keef gets back out there and starts becoming a, a major artist again. I'm sure some people definitely haven't for, forgotten about him. Um, but I was just super amazed when I saw that that was a, a thing. I don't really have much more to say about it. Do I think he'll drop something else this year? Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be kind of cool to see Chief Keef come back into the limelight. I mean, he was so young when he came out. He was 16, 15 or 16. And that was when I was in early, yeah, early high school. So he's not much older than I am. Um, so hopefully he he drops something and, uh, you know, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, I think his last album. Okay, he's got some last 10th anniversary. He's got the Glow Files 2020 part four. 
Okay, so it seems like he's kind of been dropping some stuff sort of consistently, but I don't know if this stuff is new stuff or just rehashed. I think it was where it's just like some old stuff from old mixtapes that he's got up here. Um, But hey, I mean, I was surprised by it and it was kind of cool. I enjoyed it. I think you should probably check it out. Hopefully drop something new. Um, Now I'm going to get into this because... I think it's necessary. I'm not sure who to bring up first. Let's bring up Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion has been on an incredible run for someone who is, uh, I mean, just a new artist. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, Megan the Stallion is actually you know her official name. So she's actually up for... Uh, a few Grammys, I thought. Let me see. She's up for Best Rap Performance uh, with Thought Shit. And then she's up here. I guess she's on Lil, uh, Montero for Lil Nas X. But that's not really what I wanted to talk about. Even though that is super impressive. Meg the Stallion over the last year has gone through uh, quite an amount of things. Uh, first of all, I think she now has three Grammys. Uh, mostly for her song uh, Savage uh, featuring Beyonce. So I think she's got three Grammys, which is super... I mean, coming from where she was last year, she was just a... I mean, well, the last time that I did this State of the Game, she was just a super hot up-and-coming artist. Um, Yeah, I mean, she graduated college at the same time (laughs) after getting three Grammys, after doing all these performances... Uh, graduated from an ACE, uh, HBCU, by the way. Um, super incredible. And I've seen some people who pretty much had the same thing as me. She's like, Megan's better than me. Megan is better than me because as soon as I saw them first checks from that rap stuff, oh, I'm dropping out. I'm like, yeah, we can we can make this work. I don't got to do. There's no way I would have been able to keep up with some dog on Blackboard assignments to turn in and you touring and doing, you know, radio interviews and dropping out, uh, dropping new albums is literally no way I would have done any of that garbage. As soon as this rap stuff blew up even a little bit, I would have been out of there. Um, you know, but you know, rap stuff don't last forever. And I don't know, you know, I ain't watching her pockets. I don't keep up with all the money that she's making, but I would imagine that it's enough that she wouldn't really have to use her degree ever. But you know, Shout out to her for doing that and following through with that. I think that was kind of just a uh, <clears throat> kind of like she did it for her grandma and her mom just to graduate school because that's what they wanted her to do. So shout out um, to her for you know doing that for them because I know unfortunately they both passed away pretty pretty soon after she kind of blew up. Um, at least I know her mom did. I don't know how, how long away her grandma might have passed away, but super unfortunate for her. And she's really just keeping the light alive for both of them. And her mom was also a rapper. So her mom was super, she always said that that was her best friend and that she was super supportive of her doing really whatever she wanted to do, especially in this rap stuff. So it's amazing to see her pull that off, graduate and blow up. I mean, she's one of the biggest rappers uh, in the world right now and doing that as a woman she 
you know, it was kind of one of that that new wave of rap female rap artists that were coming through and really sticking around. Um, you know, after Cardi B came out as just kind of this meteoric rise, uh, Megan Thee Stallion wasn't too long after that. We have Flo Millie. Um, Young M.A. has kind of been off of the radar, I feel. But also her. Um, no Name. Uh, quite a few quite a few female rappers that is amazing to see them be able to stick around and amazing to see we get this new perspective uh, of artists that we just couldn't get beforehand. It seemed like we could only have one artist, one female artist at a time. They'd always try to start beef between the two, and that's unfortunate. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj should have been like best friends. That could have been a huge thing. City Girls, I can't believe I almost forgot them. City Girls also uh, coming out. <clears throat> And just being part of this new wave. And so now we have all these women who... Women have always enjoyed hip-hop. But now they have somebody who they actually... You know, can can relate to and and put out anthems for them. And we've never seen that type of energy specifically for women uh, in hip-hop. Because, you know, I would go out and you'd see Cardi B's um, Bodak Yellow. And, you know... Women were the aggressors in the club now. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, anything. City Girls, anything uh, coming out. And, you know, the club is now the women's for the next, you know, five minutes at least. Uh, they just take it over. So it was nice to see them because usually it used to be like Chief Keef um, would put out Stain Funny Toe and like women need to get off the floor. They're going to get hurt. But now uh, the role the roles have reversed and it's kind of amazing to see. It's cool that we get stuff like that, but Megan Thee Stallion now has multiple Grammys under her belt, graduated school, uh, and it just has turned out to be an amazing artist. And hopefully she gets to stick around for quite some time. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to keep my eye on her. I'm trying to see, I know she dropped good news not too long ago. I think that's her most recent album. So we'll see kind of what that does. Uh, no, it might be Fever. Oh, yeah, she dropped uh, something for the hotties, which felt like kind of just an EP. It's, oh, no, it's 45 minutes. Okay, I listened to some of it. Um, yeah, a lot of it is freestyles, but I feel still like she's going to put out something else this year. Um I don't know. I just feel strongly about that. That something about that project. I don't know a ton about it, but something about that project seems like we're gonna get another one this year. Uh, but bringing I bring up Megan Thee Stallion for a few reasons because there are quite a few storylines uh, that have come out of just Megan Thee Stallion's life, unfortunately. Um, that ties a few other artists into this list into it. So. As most of you all know, at this point, uh, Megan Thee Stallion has had a rough go of it with some of the closest people to her passing away. And then she, you know, after kind of some of that happening, realizing some of her friends that were around really were not her friends uh, and, and kind of losing a few of those. And then, unfortunately, having this huge falling out, public falling out uh, with Tory Lanez. Um, they were very clearly very good friends, at least, 
before that, they're at least very good friends, possibly maybe some sort of romantic relationship. But I don't you know, I don't know these people, so I'm not going to put uh, a bunch of <clears throat> um, fuel onto that. But we all know that it has been alleged that Tory Lane shot Megan Thee Stallion uh, sometime either in 2020 or, or 2021, which is super unfortunate for uh, both parties involved. Uh, of course, Magnus Stallion taking a, a bullet to the foot is insane. I don't remember the, nobody knows the all the details in between. The case is literally still going on right now. I think they started um, actually going into the courtroom. So they're kind of battling that out. And there have been plenty of reports and both sides have said um, pub, things publicly about the case. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion originally didn't want to pinpoint Tory Lanez because of all the things that were going on with the police at the time. I mean, and continue to keep going on, but uh, she just wanted to make it out of there alive. So she made it out of there alive. But she said that, yes, Tory Lanez was the person who shot her. She did leave with bullet wounds and also Tory Lanez was in possession of a firearm. So I don't know, you know, how much we can say it was just alleged, but hey, it's alleged, right? So she says that that happened. Um, seems pretty cut and dry to me, but again, I guess allegedly. Uh, and there's been quite a bit of discourse. Some people don't believe her. Some people should think she's doing it just for attention. Uh, I don't think that she would do that. But, you know, obviously somebody had shot her. She went to the hospital. And apparently now they're talking about they can't find the bullet fragments because the police lost it. I don't even I don't even understand. But what I can say is that due to all of that, She's had quite a public outfall, uh, falling out with Tory Lanez, who before all that was kind of rising up in star power, um, not only just as an artist and all of his music. People love Tory Lanez music, but um, he had the quarantine radio, which a lot of people probably forgotten by now because of this issue with uh, Meg Thee Stallion. But quarantine radio... I think he was doing it every day on like Instagram Live or something like that. Some late, uh, some people were interested in kind of making it a uh, branded sponsored type thing or TV show type thing where he just had like all these people call in because we were all so bored from being in lockdown. But hey, yeah, talent shows and it was, I mean, it was really, really cool, a really cool event that a lot of people like joining in on. It was kind of like, you know, versus. In the sense of it was something that was born out of quarantine that a lot of people were tuning in for. Um, and then he ends up having this um, public legal dispute with Meg the Stallion. And now it has just really killed his uh, public perception. And we've had, you know, multiple opinions on it with basically two sides of, you know, people thinking, yes, he definitely shot her. And then another side of, well, we have to wait for all the facts to come out uh, and thinking that he didn't shoot her. I mean, hey, pretty, pretty crazy. But, um, you know, because of all of that, I kind of really didn't listen to his music for quite some time. 
because I was like, well, I guess, you know, Tory's kind of been sort of kind of been canceled now. But one day I kind of was just thinking about him and I went to go look at some of his uh, new songs because I was like, well, you know, what does his actual music sound like since it's been so long since I've heard anything that he did? you know, come out that was solely about music. And he's actually had quite a few projects that he dropped just in 2021. Um, He had Alone at Prom, Playboy Live. So two, Playboy Live and then Playboy. Uh, And then he also had the new Toronto in, in 2020. But we're talking about 2021. So he has uh, these projects come out. Now, I haven't listened to a lot of Alone at Prom. It, my uh, idea of it is basically kind of like this 80s throwback where it's got a lot of 80s pop sounding stuff. Um, that's cool. But I listened to Playboy and uh, I mean, I have to say it, it was really I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I had listened to I listened to all of it. I think I listened to all of it. And then he also had a uh, like a live performance on YouTube where he's just performing it live in this kind of studio setup of a bedroom. Uh, but I mean, he, he talks about a lot of pain he felt and this relationship that he has that I don't want to say it was his relationship with Meg the Stallion, but there is some stuff in there that seems to be, um, I don't know, some, some stuff that he seems to be really in pain over, uh, that he's talking about and I mean it was I really enjoyed it I have to, I have to say that regardless of you know all this stuff about him and Meg the Stein it's it, it's terrible and if it turns out that he did shoot her which I'm I kind of think that's what happened I think he should you know face the consequences of whatever though that may be but I enjoyed Playboy quite a bit it's a shame because I don't know how he could ever come back from all this stuff um, with Meg, I mean, I know that there have been reports that he tried to apologize and fix it afterwards, but then he just kind of doubled down on some things publicly instead of just straight up owning up to it. And that's, I think that's really what messed him up here. I feel like if he just assuming he is guilty, so let's, let's say he was guilty, um, owning up to it, I think that would have, or settling out of court with Meg the Stallion, I think that would have push this behind him but instead his lawyers and all that uh had really fought the case and and now we're not talking about Tory Lane's music that much we're always talking about Tory Lane's and him shooting Meg the Stallion which is truly unfortunate I wish none of it had happened so neither artist to go gone through any of this but of course more so Meg the Stallion didn't have to go through any of that uh we also have Jasmine Sullivan dropping quite an excellent album over 2021 Hotels. And that's actually up for a few Grammys this uh, March as well. And I don't know if she's going to win any. But I know that that album definitely touched a lot of women this go round. Um, I, I would kind of be surprised if she won just because she seemed to be so um 
you know, pushed out of all the things. I mean, she's got best R&B performance with Pick Up Your Feelings, which is an excellently sung song. But the fact that she's competing with Leave the Door Open on there uh, and Peaches with Justin Bieber makes me think it probably won't go in her favor. Uh, she also has best R&B song where she's competing again with Leave the Door Open. Um and Heartbreak Anniversary with Giveon, but more so Leave the Door Open. Leave the Door Open is just a massive song. Uh, sometimes when you are, you know, you put out excellent stuff, but just somebody else puts out something that is a super monster smash that year, and you just end up getting pushed back. She's got, she's up for a best R&B album with Hotels, um, but she's going against her with Back of My Mind, Gold Digger Sound, Leon Bridges, We Are by John Batiste, and Temporary Highs in the Violent Skies by Snow Allegra. Now, of course, I'm I'm only familiar with her and Snow Allegra and Jasmine in this list, and Leon Bridges, but I didn't listen to um, I didn't listen to that one this year. She has a good shot here, um, so hopefully she'll get Best R&B Album. Um, I think that's her best shot, and I think that'll be her first Grammy. I don't think she's ever been able to win some. Um, I think, yeah, KC mentioned on uh, the People's Grammy episode last year uh, how Case, I'm sorry, how Jasmine Sullivan's never won one. And hopefully this will be the one that'll get her her project because she's, you know, she's an amazing singer, one of the best of this generation. And then hopefully she gets something, gets the uh, just do that she deserves. So she'll probably... She might win that one, and it'll be nice to see. Um, some artists that I am very surprised, excuse me, not very surprised, but suspecting that we'll get an album this year. Uh, Ari Lennox, she's been saying that she's been in the studio quite a bit, and she's coming off of um, kind of a lot of love. She's been putting out some new stuff over the last year. I think she had a song called Pressure, which did very well. Um, yeah, that was kind of just a a single. She's coming off of Shea Butter Baby, which came out in 2019, and she was acting like she wasn't going to put out any music ever again, um, or at least for a very long time at one point because of, I don't know, just general stress from, you know, being around, um, <clears throat> general stress from just being famous and a new new fame uh also she was talking about she wanted to write about things other than just men but she says she's kind of always written about and she wanted to do something different um so i'm thinking this year we're gonna get something i'm looking forward to this new Ari Lennox album shea butter baby was of course an amazing album um she showed up on a few albums as well she showed up on uh Khaled scenic drive on uh on the song scenic drive uh she was also on um summer walker is still over it so and of course she has her own song pressure so i'm thinking that she may very well drop something this year and it will probably be pretty darn good probably get a lot of love uh yeah so we'll just have to see she was also on hotels so Hey, might see some pretty cool stuff this go around. Um, 
I also want to talk about Bobby Shmurda. I'm anticipating that Bobby Shmurda will drop. He dropped a new song that I should have mentioned on uh, the rap episode last last December, but I kind of forgot about it. So I'm mentioning now, but he dropped a song called Shmoney with Quavo and I think Fabio Foreign. Um, surprisingly, it is not a drill song, but, you know, he's he's probably going to. Um, he's probably going to drop some sort of EP this year, if not an album. I'm not going to say I'd be surprised by an album. No, no, it, it might be an album because, you know, obviously we haven't gotten anything from him since he went to jail like eight or so years ago. Um, so that'd be kind of cool to see some stuff from him. I'm also anticipating some stuff from Sir. Sir has not dropped any new music since, well, I'm not gonna say any new music, but any new kind of project type stuff since, uh, Chasing Summer. And that came out in 2019. Uh, so he's got a single called Common Sense with his brother, uh, D Smoke. Uh, but I haven't heard any like straight up new projects from him since, you know, 2019. Um, so maybe we'll get some cool stuff from him. That'll be very nice to finally hear something from Sir. That's also something I want to bring up. A lot of people have been talking about how in the R&B space, there have not been a lot of, um, they feel like the male side of R&B has not been living up to the female side of R&B, which I <clears throat> kind of feel might be a little true. Uh, so hopefully we get some more, you know, male showings this year. We've had quite a bit. I'm not sure if we consider Adele R&B. I feel like people kind of consider her pop, but that's not really... I didn't really seem all the way appropriate either. But, um, you know, we've had SZA. We've had Summer Walker. We've had Ari Lennox. We've had Snow Allegra, her, Jasmine Sullivan. A lot of big name artists in the female space of R&B coming out and dropping these really great projects. And on the men's side, um, maybe not so much. We've got Lucky Day and Sir and Brent Fayez. Um and Bryson Tiller, but I haven't heard anything. Well, he just dropped a Christmas album, but people ain't trying to hear a, a Christmas album necessarily from him. We want to hear a regular straight up R&B thing. So hopefully, uh, and give you on, we, hopefully we get some new stuff from all of those artists um, this year and give a stronger showing and hopefully some new artists pop up and give us some um, some stuff that we've been kind of missing in the male R&B space uh Giveon actually is also going out for a grammy this year um but he does not have i think the last thing that he put out was kind of a compilation of a lot of songs that had already been out so hopefully he drops like a whole new project of completely new music this year that would be really interesting to see um we've got doja cat who's been on a meteoric rise over the last year is one of the biggest pop stars that we've ever seen um, switching over pretty seamlessly from straight up rapping to singing, uh, straight up R&B to being straight up just pop songs, uh, which is a, a difficult thing to define because pop just means popular. So I don't really know how 
you know, what you, how you say something is a pop record, but, um, she's up for a few Grammys this year and, uh, is really, I don't know, making some, uh, making a big name for herself in the space. I wouldn't be surprised if she got a Grammy this year. Um, and hopefully she continues this big meteor, I mean, um, meteoric rise. It's been pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, there there are quite a few uh, people bringing up stuff this year. Nas actually just released a new kind of surprise album called Magic. I think it was in December, and he's got King's Disease Three with Hit Boy uh, as well. Hit Boy also produced a Magic, I think. He's got King's Disease Three coming out this year as well. So he's been putting out a lot of music over the last few years. Kind of an album a year, it seems like. Um, and of course, two albums last year. So it's pretty amazing. Also, the streaming era has allowed a lot of us to a lot of artists to drop in December uh, and January. Those used to be pretty dead months in terms of albums coming out, especially December. You were pretty much only getting Christmas albums at that time. But uh, Rick Ross also dropped an album in December. Nas dropped an album in December. Um, I saw quite a few. I think Adele, maybe hers was in November, but a lot of artists dropped something like a regular project in December, and that used to be kind of a straight-up no-no. But maybe now because of streaming and people can just listen to an album whenever they want instead of having to, you know, buy each individual album for however much they're trying to sell it for, uh, people aren't so afraid to do that, which is kind of amazing to see trends like that change i mean that that was something that was like been ingrained in us for quite some time so uh, i'm excited to see what's possibly going to come out this year um it's a lot of artists who i'm thinking will drop some stuff griselda has got some stuff that's got to be on its way uh just because it's been a while from then they're drinking up some new artists um you know, as well, I'm trying to make sure I got through a lot of everybody on this list. Yeah, I think I did. Uh, I'd be very surprised um, if they did not drop anything, especially if they drop a lot of stuff. Uh, Summer Walker <laughs> is uh, dropped still over it last year and had to be disappointing to my female listeners of this whole project of saying like, oh, you know, you're you're. I'm better than this. I deserve a better relationship with uh, very clearly talking about her very public relationship with um, London on the track. And then immediately dropping this album and immediately after going to get her tattoo, her face tattooed with the name of whoever her new boyfriend is uh, clearly showing that, you know, maybe we didn't learn anything. Maybe she didn't learn anything. And maybe that's the most realistic uh <laughs> thing that she could do with this whole album because I've seen so many people saying oh, I'm so much better than this and then fall into the exact same trap um, but maybe this time it'll be different maybe uh, but I'm super excited to see a lot of these artists drop some new stuff this year uh, no idea what's going to happen uh, I've got some new stuff happening very soon I've got some stuff for the select few uh, coming down the pipe so make sure you guys stay tuned for that and uh, of course the new live show on january 29th 
7 o'clock to 9.30. It's on a Saturday, by the way. Um, yeah, man. So I'm, I'm not going to hold you guys too much longer. But thanks for chipping in, showing me love over the last year. And uh, hopefully we're going to start this new year off on the right foot. Uh, super excited for what this year has to come, has to bring us. And I guess I'll see you next time. You listen to this far, you the real MVP. And a shout out to you. But we'll see you, look, January 29th. Peace.